to sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Associate Editor at Talk Film Society. Hi, I'm Shaq Lambert, contributor from OneOfUs.net. And I'm Ale Gonzalez, writer over at Talk Film Society. Today, we have a very special guest in the building, our first special guest, entertainment reporter from Polygon, Petrana Radulovic. Welcome, Petrana. Hello. Nice to be on here. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to come and talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice of you. You have taken a bold decision we're just like oh she wrote that cool article we should get her on here and you said yes and we're just like wow really are you sure (laughs) i mean anything to like spread the knowledge and love of these direct-to-dvd films that we all should remember and recognize (laughs) i tweeted this morning that i had to by the way this is going on the talk film society invoice marcelo please look out for it i tweeted that i um had to spend 14 dollars on this film and some rando like responded and was like aren't direct-to-video sequels really bad why would you spend money on that and i'm like you don't get it purpose of the show here it's like wow you have no idea what you're replying to (laughs) i didn't respond i feel like (laughs) yeah don't no interaction Let them feel the loneliness of that comment. (laughs) Okay, so uh, for this episode, uh, that being said, we are going to be talking about The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, direct-to-video sequel to the 1989 Disney animated film, obviously, The Little Mermaid. Which, side note, I keep forgetting that it's made in the 80s and not the (laughs) 90s, but... Yep, 89. It's so close, Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, close enough. But anyway, in terms of the synopsis of this film, uh, everything's gone good for Ariel. She's married to Prince Eric. They just had a daughter, Melody, and everything's all good, you know, they're hanging out with the mermaids and shit, but almost immediately, we're talking like five minutes in, (laughs) Ursula's sister, was it Morgana? shows up and like hey i'm trying to take this shit over and they stop her but she escapes and ariel because she's scared that she'll probably come back for melody she's like all right you're banned from the sea you can't she can't come back she can't know about any of this shit and so 12 years pass and melody she's all about the ocean even though ariel's like no you can't go she's like no i want to explore the seas like i feel like i belong over there and she finds a locket with her name and that eventually goes into her discovering her past and and her real destiny as a mermaid and all this shit and Morgana comes back and kind of conspires and shit and that's essentially I it. love your synopsises <laughs> yeah, and, shit. Awesome. and shit and shit and, and shit, shit. <laughs> and shit do you think it's I use as a buffer word because I can't think of, I'm, I'm trying to this make, is why we have you think do anything it though, else. because you get so like excited to say it and it's much better than like me yeah. doing it straight face <laughs> it's gonna be much much better I, like I'm not gonna do it all academic like oh uh, <laughs> I can't even do an example right now <laughs> Like, we're not about this on the show. Yeah, guys, this movie is an allegory for Trump's America. <laughs> the, <I> just, wall. <laughs> the wall. I'm watching it. She just wants to tear it down. Yeah, Melody is like like the daughter of a first-generation immigrant <laughs> who can't connect with her past. Because in this new society, there's a wall, and she like is like literally physically incapable of connecting <laughs> to her past. Holy shit! This movie is deep as fuck, guys. Deep. That's woke. I love that. Let's let's push this agenda. <laughs> I even came up with like a sequel, a direct-to-video sequel to a direct-to-video sequel where global warming causes Morgana to become melted and come back. <laughs> So, hire me, Disney. I got this. Yeah, no, I gotta stay out the jump. This movie it goes fast because I saw it was like an hour and fifteen minutes mm-hmm, or whatever. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. it turns out it's really like an hour and eight minutes. But 
like the moment Morgana shows up, I was like, oh, this is really sudden. And then it's already like, hey, I already found out Mermaid. I was like, oh, it's only like half an hour in. I really appreciate that, though, because, I mean, it was fun. I fucking liked this. It was way better than Mulan 2. Oh, God. Oh, yes. my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mulan 2 was just atrocious. But this was good. I enjoyed seeing an adult Ariel and her, like, gowns and stuff. And I thought that their daughter was just gorgeous and, like, adorable. And I loved her. She's a little bit of a brat, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I would say that this is definitely in line with Simba's Pride, which we also enjoyed a lot. Mm, no? I wouldn't put it that high. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's really good. My big thing is that in Simba's Pride, Simba's like a little bit unreasonable, which is kind of out of character, but Ariel being unreasonable and making rash decisions is very in line with who she is yeah, as that's true. a character. <laughs> so I, I kind of bought that a little bit more. You would think that she'd be more understanding because it's literally just the inverse of what her dad did to her, which is interesting, but I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't even really consider it for a long time, and I was just like, girl, oh my god, you can't be this, like... <laughs> stubborn well i guess you can she was in the first movie it was out of fear it was out of fear yeah yeah what's some crazy ass old ladies like listen i'm coming for your daughter like yeah i'm gonna be scared as hell (laughs) she has ptsd from what she had to do do to get you know over the whole ursula thing and then she sees ursula 2.0 skinny for some reason (laughs) skinny ursula Ursula show up (laughs) which is less scary i love that sebastian said it's ursula's crazy sister already crazy that's true that's a good point i think this movie has some problematic elements when it comes to body image Mm -hmm. flounder (laughs) has gained like 20 pounds (laughs) i love flounder that reveal was beautiful it was really good it was so funny she saw a skinny fish she thought it was flounder turns out it's flounder's kid and then she sees flounder he's like balding he's got a gut what is that he has five kids <laughs> flounder in the first movie was like what eight ten ish years old he went from like eight to 45 in two movies that's fish years Shaq. <laughs> right god it is fish years and also he like there's no mom in the picture he's a single father raised, raising these five fish kids <laughs> Oh, that's so, so that must take the, a toll on his body. He's like a proto uh, Finding Nemo. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he's like Millhouse's dad. Yeah, that's what he reminds me of. Like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um, I was also gonna say, why can't Ariel grow up at all? Like, she goes from being like a sixteen-year-old newlywed to like then having the child <laughs> and then looking exactly the same. Oh, she looks exactly the same. Oh my gosh, she was sixteen, wasn't she? Uh. When she married Eric. Okay, congrats to disney for actually making one of these disney princesses like a mother because it is really creepy that they were all like married at 16 and then they stay that age for like the entire time (laughs) that's true though i say that but i have not seen the cinderella sequels yet um Bichana, i know you have yes (laughs) Um, (laughs) she does not have kids so they take place like a month after oh yeah so it's not, like, that dramatic of a time skip. Yeah, God forbid women grow up from teenage yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an interesting thing to watch. I mean, the only other thing I really want to get off my chest, like, right off the bat, dear God, could they have made Eric any uglier? <laughs> <laughs> about he looked so good i think he looks better here than he did in the- he has the voice of a 40 year old dad <laughs> oh my god he's drawn differently in every single 
scene. I already put this on Twitter, so please go look. But I, <laughs> I took screenshots of him at like five different scenes, and he looks entirely different with different jawlines. It's so bad, guys. Yeah, the animation on this is really bad. And I don't know if you guys ever noticed, like every time Ariel would extend her neck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her face looked like a polygon. It was ridiculous. It looked like that shitty old Legend of Zelda game from, like, the CDI games. Why did she extend her neck that long? Why? The thing is, also with Eric's voice, it's they clearly got different voice actors. They got Rob Paulson, who's like... His voice is super recognizable. I'm like, yo, it's Wacko. It's fucking Carl Weezer. Like, every single voice he's ever done, I'm like, I can only see that as Eric. So, like, this is this is not great. Mm-hmm. Also, same for um the, the shark. I don't remember what his name was. But it's played by Clancy Brown, who I love as an actor, but he's so ingrained as Mr. Krabs. <laughs> that, like, anytime he spoke, I'm like, this is just Mr. Krabs as a villain. Mr. Krabs is a villain, okay? I mean, a more of a villain. He keeps SpongeBob down with minimum wage <laughs> he's a bad person crap the worst employer <laughs> i would like to say that morgana though despite being a skinny bitch is wonderful um i like all of her bad puns like how she said that ursula got shish kebab yeah. <laughs> and she offered melody like um, what a, a hush guppy i love that crap i thought it was really good i loved the fact that she made like a size joke about her fish or her shark or whatever <laughs> and it was not like subliminal at all (laughs) (laughs) he has a little size problem yes that's exactly what you said oh my god i loved that yeah she's she's a bad bitch i liked her very good essentially it was an an excuse to bring back that same voice actress and i was about to ask you shaq because i knew you knew yeah it's yeah pat (laughs) carroll she came back to do it again and she's so good like she also has maybe the best villain laugh ever so like anytime she would do that evil caca i was like yes that she's the fucking best <laughs> that's good that's good keep the voice casting consistent <laughs> i mean amongst your family like amongst family yeah that makes sense <laughs> amongst family members i also liked when uh morgana made the elsa ice castle that was really cool although the the geography of this oh, movie yeah. like where where are we <laughs> like that we are so close to the north pole apparently but also like clearly in a warmer water region let's start from the top where does L- the little mermaid take place isn't it like you know what yeah where is this village let me go because it's a that, flooded that, earth like, castle isn't like denmark or some shit like isn't it yeah so hans christian anderson is from denmark but i was at the disney store yesterday and they had this little map of like where all the princess locations are and for whatever reason ariel was in the middle of the mediterranean sea which just like raises a lot of questions that i never had because i've never seen her in that area of the world however that does make a good point for what the first movie looked like where there's just yeah it's very colorful and very Mm -hmm. tropical but, like, why would Prince Eric's white ass be there? He's a colonizer, that's why. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all princes are. Um, that's a good point. You know, I should have off the bat said, Shaq, have you ever seen this movie before? I've never seen this one. I've seen the first one to death, just like most of the other Disney movies. But this is one of those ones where I always saw the trailer on the VHSs, but never, ever actually watched. And, Ali, have you seen this before? Oh, countless times. I had a coloring book and everything. Owned it, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Patrana, before going through and doing your full marathon, did you own it as a kid? I think I saw it, like, once when I was a kid, but never again. So I had, like, weird phantom memories of certain (laughs) things, but not 
like the actual cohesive movie. That happens a lot to me. Like uh, that was what Casper meets Wendy was yes. like to me for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, did I imagine her making that Santa Claus come to life? That was weird. I owned this on VHS. And I watched it very, very often. I, I really liked it as a kid. Um, honestly, I'm going to be honest. Like, I wasn't a very big fan of The Little Mermaid. This was better for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I find that that's true, actually, of a lot of the Disney sequels for me. Like, I would watch Simba's Pride more than I ever watched The Lion King. <laughs> exactly. I didn't watch a lot of the original Disney films, except for, like, I watched Hercules all the time. Love Hercules. I think what it is, is that, like, when did Lion King come out? Like, 94? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was literally born that year, so I was not even conscious enough to remember my first time watching it, but I do remember my first time watching Simba's Pride 2 because it came out, like, a little bit later. So I think that's what happened with a lot of, like, the Renaissance movies. Yeah, and then they, like, went into the Disney vault, so, like, you could only get, like, the sequels, and that's what you just, that's what you had. <laughs> you watched the sequels. So it's basically Disney's fault. They hid their movies from us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 100%. There's a few other things when it comes to Mor- Morgana that I like. Like, I mean, she has a cloak and dagger, manta ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the shark's name? Shark, what's it called? What's his name? Oh, it's uh, it's Undertow. That's oh, it. that was a good name, yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. That is a <laughs> high-quality name. name. Good job. Yeah, all of the, I mean, everything he said was very good, despite <laughs> the Mr. Krabs thing. Like, his lines were hilarious. <laughs> That's just his voice, so it's it's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what really only threw me off, I thought the story was good, but what threw me off was animation at points was a little off. It's like they spent a lot more time trying to, like, pay attention animation style to, like, Ariel and Melody. Anyone in the background just looked like garbage what it reminded me of was like the worst parts at least animation wise of extremely goofy movies yeah. that they came yes. out at the same time but like the parts that would look really bad it looked exactly like this mm-hmm. and that's what we said during extremely goofy movie i mean at least i brought up that there were just some scenes that were like their faces were so off i'm like who let this happen <laughs> but it's a rush you know it's a, a rush job with the direct-to-video sequels and it's not always the same type of caliber can i just say mm-hmm. that king triton could still get the business no, <laughs> no Allie. Allie, you need an intervent- intervention so bad <laughs> wait like minus offense because that's shaq's expertise oh god god damn it i was going to give you guys a heads up i was gonna be like no we're not doing this on this episode we have a guest <laughs> We have a guest here. We're not going to start talking about any sort of bestiality jokes on this podcast when we have a guest. Okay. It's too late now. We got we to gotta fill in Pachard on this stupid oh narrative God, that's yes. happening. Okay. So we did, when we did the episode, we, we did the episode of an extremely goofy movie. And there's that one scene when Goofy and the librarian lady are on mm-hmm. a date and they're having their mood rigs together. And Goofy looks at the librarian and she still gives her the same look that nala gave simba was like listen we're about to fuck right now (laughs) and they're just like oh they're like oh you 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 weirdo (laughs) i'm like all right i guess right and it would have been it would have been normal if he just mentioned it in that one episode but then (laughs) when we covered simba's pride he noticed it again and i was starting to get suspicious because they did it again <laughs> and then george of the jungle too oh yes when he brought up then the one a uh, female friend 
of um, of whatever her name is, the main actress in that, yeah, was you know attracted to um, George of the Jungle's gorilla friend. Ah, this happened at the very very end of the movie, and it was weird. It was just as weird there too. We're just trying to cover all of our bases with the fan mm-hmm. base, right? You know, you never know <laughs> what, what your listeners are into. But I also am worried about Shaq. <laughs> I am not a damn furry. <laughs> That's what they all say. Yes, exactly. Can't believe y'all brought this shit in front of our guests, damn it. It's okay. But yes, King Triton was hot. He was hot. At Disney World in Orlando, there's a very big like statue of King Triton. I think you would enjoy that, Allie. I'm going to go there and I'm going to take a picture with it and then we'll post it on the sequels. Okay. Twitter because this is important and that is my new crush my new Disney crush yeah just let people know that, that's your new man <laughs> <laughs> how old is he he's like 150 Allie come on who cares <laughs> he looks good yeah he's he's pretty ripped I will say you gotta be ripped he's still hitting the free weights <laughs> I'm into the long hair and like the long beard he's a man he's a merman <laughs> I'm into it a merman he's a merman Sarah okay um. <laughs> well actually you know what? I gotta I got a question. How are we feeling about the songs in this? Oh, oh good. good. Love yeah, they were pretty good. Okay, because this is the first time, at least in one of these, where actually, aside from like two songs in Simba's Pride, where I've actually liked the songs in the sequel, because like all the other ones that we've done so far, I've hated almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Mulan 2 had the worst songs. But this is the first one. I was like, you know, these, these ones are good. Yeah, these were solid. Yeah, I liked the songs in Mulan 2, so don't. I did too. <laughs> yeah, don't put me in, don't put us into your little cesspool of negativity because they were bad. Montu <laughs> had good songs. They were empowering. It really didn't. That, that I want to be like, uh, like had completely <laughs> all over the goddamn place. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. We're split down the middle, aren't we? And we're just gonna, <laughs> okay. let's not argue too much about the songs. I would say though that this film of the direct-to-video Disney sequels has, of what the ones we've watched uh, on sequels, has the best music. I'll agree with that. No. Aside from the one song from Lion King 2, aside from the one of us. Oh, wait. Other than that, everything else, yeah, no, this has been better. Mostly. Do you mean one of us or the one that's like Deception Disgrace? Yeah, the, yeah, Deception, that one, yeah. That one's so good, yeah. Okay, then never mind. I, I retract and I will say that this has the most solid music. Yeah, whereas consistently. consistent is the word I wanted to use. You guys are great. And whereas uh, Simba's Pride has like two or three songs that are just freaking excellent gives it a a top on the disney music in these sequels mulan 2 though that princess song is a nightmare (laughs) it's cute i think it's really cute too it made me uncomfortable i think ali and aj sang it like the like credits version of it because that was like when they were hot really yeah Yeah. and they changed it to be like instead of like princess life it was like i'm a pop star and i just want to be like other girls and that version's a little cringy because they're they're just like rich and famous and <laughs> it must be so hard yeah exactly i definitely missed the ali and aj thing by like a year or two just because i wasn't watching disney like that anymore but mm-hmm. i did see that they're like still kicking yeah no, they're still around uh mostly i think well they changed their name uh, at least briefly but if, if anything about ali and aj potential breakup songs one of the greatest pop so songs good. ever made so good 
Yeah. Oh my god, I have to listen to this. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> the only thing I know about them is didn't they make a movie about cows? Yes. What was oh it? yeah, cowbells. Cowbells. Yes. <laughs> they did. I love that. Show. Why do I know this? I don't under. I've never seen it. I just remember if I picture them, I think of like cows. It's essentially isn't it essentially just like the simple life for kids, at least movie wise. Yeah, it really is. They lose their job or, or, like, they set something on fire or some shit. I don't know. And then they get punished by having to actually work for their luxuries. It's good. It's a good movie. Dude, like, I wish this could kind of branch off into Disney ori- Disney Channel original movies because I'm a pro. Oh, man. I, I Listen, we could do an offshoot and it's just, like, Smart House and, oh, my God. Smart House, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I need to inter- interject. It's not actually Allie and AJ who's saying that. It was a Atomic Kitten. Atomic Kitten. Atomic Kitten. Wait, Atomic Kitten. I've heard that name before. What was it from? I think they did, they did another song. You guys can Google um, if you want to. I don't know. It's going to bother me now until I find it. Go ahead and Google it. Get it out of your system. Yeah, okay. Oh, they did a shitty cover of Tide is High. That's why. For the Lizzie McGuire movie. Hey, is there a direct-to-video Lizzie McGuire movie we could do? That would be wonderful. No, I don't think so. No, they only had the one. Darn, where she went to, like, Rome and met up with her twin, like, Vertigo style? Yes. <laughs> it was us. It was us. <laughs> it was us. <laughs> oh, that's a good tweet. Someone tweet that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tweet. That is a really good tweet, Shaq. Tweet it out, Shaq. All right, I got it. <laughs> Just do, you know, the usual, like, us, 2019, and then have the two pictures of Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for all your, your meme consulting. Also, uh, this is the, maybe one of the first times that I've actually kind of liked the comic relief characters. In this case, Tip and Dash, like the Penguin and Walrus, who are trying to be heroes. Yeah. Yeah, they were cute. I hated them. What? I thought they were cute. Yeah, this is the one time where I'm like, oh, they're cute. They were cute. I am in shock right now. Shaq, first of all, you are on the up yes. liking these side characters. Second of all, Allie, did you just say you hated them? I thought they were so boring. I can't stand you people. <laughs> I love how the one time that I'm like, oh, hey, I like them. You're like, oh, I hate them. Their song was good. The penguin was very funny. They were very, like, uh, Timon and Pumbaa, and I, I really liked it. Yeah. But they mm. were, like, like so emotionally disconnected. Like, I did not, I don't know. I, did, I just They're like just them. trying to help their new friend, Allie. At the very least, also with the penguin, I recognize that another recognizable voice actor for me, where it's fucking Daxter from Jack and Daxter games. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this guy's in here, too, and he's just as kind of funny there as he was in the game. So I was like, oh, hey, it's that guy. I thought he was very good. But yeah, I, th- I thought they were really entertaining for what for like the brief moments they were on. I'm just tired of penguins at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, that's a personal bias. Just because we watched Surf's Up 2, Wave Mania. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Which is, uh, is coming out very soon, but we are recording before now, so you guys understand. That does not mean you have to come after every penguin in every direct-to-video sequel, Allie. Give him a shot. (laughs) I would like to get into um, our segment where we ask each one of us who our favorite character was, okay? So, Shaq... Who was your favorite character? Oh, it's uh, Undertow, the Mr. Krabs, per- Mr. Krabs Shark. <laughs> he was very funny. Dude, every light he had was great because he his whole thing he was just mad insecure about being turned into a piranha in the first five minutes. He's like, "Yo, please just bring me back to size." It's all I give a shit about. He did it for twelve years. He was a tiny little shrimp shark for twelve years. He was through too much, you know. 
He just wanted to be back to his normal self. He's my main man. Also, I want to shout out Prince Eric because he was so useless in the shit. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty useless. Even when he was like, oh, the cavalry. He's like, I'm going to save you, Melody. And then he gets fucking annihilated by an iceberg. It's the best thing. <laughs> they brought one boat and that boat got <laughs> destroyed in two seconds. That's his one skill. <laughs> Everyone jumped off so perfectly, though. It was hilarious. I was like, nobody died. The ship's gone. How are you getting back? Why are you in the Arctic? You're not wearing enough clothes for this. <laughs> Hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Ali, your favorite character? King Triton. Okay. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I really liked uh, Flounder and Sebastian. I love them in the original, so I really like them in this. And Sebastian is still like a neurotic little dude that I can identify with. Oh, 100%. Anytime he fucks up, his immediate response is, please, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Turn me. me into a crab cake. Like, yo, that's so accurate. I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> Just end me. It's over. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I also like the butler. The butler is awesome. I thought about Sarah. I'm sorry. Whenever the butler. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because everyone's like having fun in the pool and then he's like, I'm not going to get in. So... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this to me? I'm a happy person. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just thought that that's something you would say. Like, oh, no, I'm going to stay out here. Okay, that's fair. I'm very like, no, I'm good. Like, I just make my decision. Yeah. I'm like, nah, that's fine. Um, Petrana, who's your favorite character? So the sheepdog, Max, has been alive for so long <laughs> at this point. So I feel like we just need to give him a shout out. Because he, he was probably like at least a year or two old in the first Little Mermaid. And this has to be at least 12 years after, depending on how quickly Ariel had her kid. So this is like a really old dog, and he's still kicking <laughs> it. So I just want to give a shout out to Max. Shouts out. Okay, I'm surprised nobody said it, but I'm going with Morgana. First of all, her name is Morgana. That's like one of my favorite mythological characters. Because I'm a nerd. And <laughs> oh, is that a mythological character? Morgan Faye sometimes goes by Morgana. Mm. That's already cool. You know, it's basically Ursula. 2.0, which it is kind of irksome that they had to make her like skinny, but I guess a different character design is interesting. I liked her mom problems. I thought that was really funny. She's just yelling at her mother angrily, like, you see me now, mom? <laughs> like that. <laughs> I thought that was very relatable. She was, yeah, she's probably the second best Disney villain we've handled so far. Yeah, she's she's very good. Definitely a solid sequel villain, too. Yeah, she very much reminds me of the Simba's pride main uh, I don't remember her name, but she, yeah, she's yes. our favorite right now. She's the best one we've covered. Yes. Zira, yeah, Zira's good. Zira was very good, yes. I'm fucking psychopath. <laughs> All of their villains have really great arcs in Simba's Pride. This one, again, we only have one villain. Well, no, I like her side characters, too. Mm-hmm. But she's... Yeah, I thought she was very interesting. Uh, overall, I really enjoyed watching the movie. Like, I like this movie. Oh my god, the stingrays are supposed to be, like, the eels in the first one. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Their names are Cloak and Dagger, which is really cool. One thing I forgot to, we forgot to bring up, at least, uh, earlier on in the movie, when, like, Melody's trying to accustom herself to, like, high society or whatever, those kids that were just kind of mocking her, those kids are the snottiest looking kids I've ever seen in my life. I know! Oh my god! Like, poor Melody. Like, no wonder she hates life in the castle like everyone's a 
bitched her. <laughs> I heard she talks to fish. How ridiculous. Also, can we just point out, like, she talks to crabs and a seagull, and she has, like, no idea that mermaids exist, but, like, still has conversations with Sebastian. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she was not shaken, battered, or stirred when she saw Morgana <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. She was just like, oh, hey, sub, I need your help. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is like a centaur, but with octopus legs. Like, <laughs> that's actually, oh, God, I, I'm going to be a real nerd right now, but she's technically a, a Cecilia. Which is like a, yep. a octopus mermaid. Oh wow! All right, look at that. Yeah, sorry guys, uh, I got into that kind of stuff. Even then, the design of Morgana and then her sidekick being like this fucking piranha shark, and also having two evil ass stingrays. How are you not like you might be the villain in this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I need you to take this thing from this evil person, and you're seeing this regal ass thing. It's like, no, I think you might be the bad person here. What's with Melody and her love of blonde? Yeah, I thought it was the same guy for a second. I was like, wait. <laughs> Probably just put his face. Wait, was it not the same guy? She just wants a hot blonde boyfriend. Merman or human. She doesn't care. She's just like, what's up? He looked like John Smith, but yeah. We really need to watch Pocahontas 2 to be so disappointed by the fact that she just leaves John Smith. She doesn't give a shit about him. Good! <laughs> Leave the colonizer! <laughs> for another man named John Smith. Two Johns. <laughs> All colonizers are named John Smith. <laughs> oh, wait, his name wasn't John Smith. Was it? it was just John. No, but in the yeah, but I I swear in real life it was a second John. Smith. Yeah, it's John. It's John Rolf technically, but like oh. it's still like a John from England. She need to get over some Johns. <laughs> he was hot though. I really liked the second John more than I him. have not watched that film since I think it came out. Um, I definitely owned it, but I haven't seen it in, in maybe over a decade. So when we do watch that. It'll be interesting. Can I just ask a question that has nothing to do with Little Mermaid? Actually, it yes. might. Because you guys seem to have such an opposing opinion when it comes to the music. Like, what is everybody's favorite Disney soundtrack? Are we talking, like, strictly in the director video or just, like, ever, ever? No, just, like, ever, ever. Oh, it's fucking Lion King. <laughs> Actually, mm. Lion King, with thinking about it, the, the original Goofy movie is, like, also in the top three. <laughs> Dude, fucking Powerline is the shit. Mine is probably, like, Mulan and Hercules. Mine is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Me too! Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Dude, it goes incredibly hard. Oh my god, so good. Hellfire is the greatest villain song ever. Oh yeah, it is amazing. Yes, yes, and like, the whole first song, yes, where like, uh, you're getting the backstory of what happened, Oh my god, a goosebumps just thinking about it. Yes. Yeah, the high note at the end is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that today. Yes! <laughs> I'm a, yeah, honestly, I'm gonna go listen to it after this. I said um, Lawn and Hercules, but also um, I'm probably one of the biggest fans of Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. I thought the music in that was amazing, and I was so... In a point where like I wasn't really into Tangled and Frozen, and then Princess and the Frog came out, and it was like everything I wanted in like a Disney princess movie. It reminded me of my childhood the most, and I was just like, wow, I love this with all my heart. So I actually have not seen it. Oh, please. Can we watch it together? I'll, I'll, we'll go on yes. Skype and watch it. Okay. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Okay. I actually haven't seen it either, so I'd be down. Okay, everybody's invited. Pachana, you're in. <laughs> Pachana's like, I'm never watching another Disney movie again after And <laughs> She's like, I'm done. I need a break. <laughs> okay. I think it's time for shitty final thoughts. Yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed this actually. I was su- highly surprised that I did. Uh, it goes by really quickly. I liked 
pretty much all the characters. Morgana, so far in these directed video sequels that we've done, is probably in my top three alongside, yeah, Zira and Bradley Uppercrust the third. Oh and my I, god, I love Bradley. <laughs> Bradley is so good. Bradley is amazing. Really, <laughs> yeah, no, th- I, I like Melody. I like the fact that she, her whole reasoning is not like, oh, hey, a cute guy. I'm just like, I just want to know who the hell I am or where do I belong. I thought that was cool. And Ariel. Even though she's kind of irrational, she's still kind of in a place that makes sense, like her reasoning for shit. Although she probably should have explained to her like why, but but overall, no, I I enjoy this. Awesome, Allie, what do you think? I liked it. I mean, I remember being obsessed with it as a little girl. Watching it now, it really does go by really fast. It's never really boring. It's cute. I love King Triton. I would definitely watch this again, for sure. I thought it was good. It's probably the second best um, Disney sequel we've covered so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Petrana, what do you think about this? I was also very pleasantly surprised with it, because I think when I did my whole Disney sequel thing, it was probably the first one I watched that was like, wow, this is a coherent plot that I was interested in, like, most of the time. So that, that like, definitely gets a point for that. So, yeah, it's it's solid. It's a solid direct-to-DVD By sequel. the way, I don't know if we mentioned it, but Petrana did cover every single Disney sequel ever. <laughs> Literally all of them. <laughs> it was like over the course of three months, I watched every single direct-to-DVD or direct-to-home video sequel. And um, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> we'll link it in our Instagram post. And I'm going to obviously tweet it out for my personal just because, I mean, it's that's work that deserves to be commended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. We were working on and created a Disney direct-to-video sequel bracket that we are slowly voting down Mm -hmm. uh, against each other. Um, We are almost done with the first round of that, and it is intense having people vote and see what people say. Like, uh, Mulan 2 actually lost to, I think, one of the Beauty and the Beast sequels. Mulan 2 sucks. (laughs) That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Mulan 2 is very bad, guys. And uh, that's what I was going to say. After (laughs) freshly watching... Uh, surfs up to wave mania and then my last disney sequel was mulan 2 this is just so exceptionally good in comparison that i was so happy i was able to watch this very easily i don't know melody didn't fall into any sort of princess stereotypes that i really i was really happy about that you know i'm surprised i'm surprised she's not a redhead yeah really well think about it ariel is a very recognizable character it's mostly that red hair and they decided to make her look like her father. I respect that they're following like the laws of genetics because if you look at Ariel's sisters, they yeah, have like yeah. five different hair colors within like one family. So King Triton was fucking around. <laughs> they can't do geography, but they can get genetics. <laughs> they can get genetics. <laughs> it was a really good movie though. I don't know if this again, it's not gonna beat my favorite from sequels so far, which is Casper Meets Wendy. But it is definitely in the closer to the top. Yeah. I think even maybe tied with the Extremely Goofy Movie for me. I really don't like Extremely Goofy Movie that much. I know. I love it to death. <laughs> I know you don't, Allie. We love you anyways, but <laughs> it's a very good movie, but we understand. It's okay. Everybody has opinions. Thank you. Thank you. You can keep your you. Scorpion King whatever Scorpion King 3 <laughs> <laughs> and that could be your top for as long as you need it to be okay let's go ahead and start to do uh, plugs uh, Shaq what you want to plug follow me on all the social medias Shaq Excellence S-H-A-K Excellence 
You could also follow me over on oneofus.net where I co-host Eye on the Prize, our Oscar Award season podcast, and occasionally The Breakfast Pub, which is like a, a weekly news wrap-up show, and also The Screener Squad, which is like lower-profile reviews. Awesome. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, he's, he's working, man. Allie, what you got? Update. No, I have not been followed yet. I actually think <laughs> we should have like a segment sound for our update on Georgia the Jungle 2 not following me. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> Is it like a sad trombone every time the lead actor from Georgia the Jungle 2 has still not followed you Just back bam, on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> so no, he hasn't. Um, and he still follows everybody else, by the way. So I know. <laughs> so anyway, you can find me at sick underscore underscore six six on Twitter and my my very first column on Talk Tom Society is going to be out very, very soon. I just have to finish it first. <laughs> Petrana. Uh, you can follow me at pet underscore Rana on Twitter because Petrana is actually taken by someone who's tweeted three times we'll or something. I'm eternally <laughs> mad about that. And uh, you can check out check out my every Disney sequel ranked um, article on Polygon as well as my other works. <laughs> you put out another article after that too, right? Uh, yeah, something about the Thanos and Ant-Man butt theory. Oh my god, what? I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell them and I wanted you to say it on the podcast. She she went in depth about the whole Ant-Man crawling into Thanos' butt. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> So that's wonderful. <laughs> so uh, usually um, I don't really do plugs. I don't believe in it. However, <laughs> I am going to say that we recently um, at Talk Film Society, we are trying to get uh, a podcast network going. Right now we have all of the shows coming from Talk Film Society on one podcast feed. It's not the best solution, but it's the cheapest solution. So... If you're interested in having sequels have its own podcast feed, so all you have to do is type S-E-E-Quels into whatever you use to listen to your podcast, go ahead, go over to the Talk Film Society Patreon, give us a dollar, man. Just give us one dollar, and uh, that'll go towards uh, us setting up separate feeds, paying for that hosting, and uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good move. We're also going to get um, exclusive content for our patrons. Patrons? Patent? Patrons. <laughs> They're patrons. <laughs> right. Okay. Patrons. <laughs> patrons. I still said it wrong. <laughs> patrons. <laughs> All right. Patrons. So we have like a Lord of the Rings podcast that we want to do. So um, if you want to hear me talk about that, then please donate a dollar. Oh my God. If you want to hear Allie talk about Lord of the Rings for hours upon hours, with some other Lord of the Rings nerds, get ready, because that's going to be wild. Them coming up with a name for that podcast has been painful. It's well, so we nerdy. It. It's Palantir. No, it is Palantir. not. Yes, I told you guys, no. <laughs> it's too in-depth. It doesn't make any sense to, pe- to like casual Lord of the Rings people. We're not doing well, that. <laughs> fine. I am your editor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys do whatever you want. The only reason I know what that is is just because I played a damn Lord of the Rings game the other day. Otherwise, I'd be like, what the fuck does that Fucking mean? nerds. That's <laughs> okay. I think that is the end of this episode. I have no idea what the next episode is going to be on. We're winging it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> we usually know, but we actually have not planned what the next episode is. So if you have a suggestion, just go ahead and add us. Tell us what to, to watch. We might pay attention. I can't promise anything. We still have that big-ass <laughs> list that I made. <laughs> 
We'll di- we'll dig from in there. You do have a very large list. Let's do an action movie. Let's do um that Day of the Soldier or whatever the fuck. Oh, Universal Soldier. Sounds good. Yeah. Deal. That's done. <laughs> okay, Pachana, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Thanks for being our first guest. We really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for having me. 